0: Welcome to Adults Do Disney, I'm Lawrence and I'm Lindsay and we are two Disney nerds talking about doing Disney parks without children. So why are we doing this?
1: Because we want to prove that Disney parks are not just for kids, it's also for a certain kind of adult.
0: Yeah and this is sort of a little bit of a manifesto in episode one isn't it?
1: Yeah, I guess so. Maybe we've been asked too many times, you know, why do you love Disney so much? So this is kind of us proving why.
0: Yeah. We're discussing
1: at great length.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're so sick of replying to that question that we decided to start a whole podcast to shut everyone up.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So we're going to start this series of podcasts with a list of what kids like versus what adults like and whether Disney caters to these things. Because I actually think that in some ways... Disney caters more to the adult taste than the children's taste. I think
0: you're probably right. So what do kids like, first of all?
1: Okay, first of all, kids. And I'm basing this on my uh, the knowledge of my uh, uh, children in my family. They like running around like maniacs with other maniac children.
0: That's true. And you can't really do that at all in Disney parks, can you?
1: No, you have to stay in your group, really. Especially if they're young kids. You can't just let them roam free. The park's too damn big. You no, know,
0: because it's massive and it's, and it's busy all the time.
1: Yeah. So, number two, what kids like. They like instant gratification. Yeah. They want to just go, I want this thing and there it is right now. Otherwise, I'm going to have a massive tantrum.
0: And Disney's a bit more of a slow burner, isn't it?
1: It is because there's just too many people there. So, you can't get onto the rides immediately. You do actually have to appreciate the
0: queues, yeah. for instance. And and Disney do a very good job of making the queues as entertaining as they can possibly be. But they are still waiting in a line. And you're on your feet all day and and kids don't like that. They don't necessarily have the patience to to put up with even a a fascinating queue line.
1: Yeah, yeah. And if you want to get around the whole park, you're going to be there for hours and hours and hours and hours.
0: Which is too much.
1: Yeah, too much for kids. Three, kids like miniature things.
0: Now, what exactly do you mean by this?
1: Well, you know, uh, maybe this is a personal taste, but I'm pretty sure, because as an adult, I like miniature things as well. But I'm pretty sure that kids really appreciate... Things on a smaller scale that they can uh, really interact with. Right, so sort of
0: models and toys and things.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Small cars and things like that. Well, now there's plenty of that in Disney, but actually there's plenty of things on such a scale that they wouldn't actually realise it was miniature.
0: So they're miniature to adults, aren't they?
1: Yeah, so what I mean by that is, like, for instance, Cinderella's Castle. Yeah massive but it's on a smaller scale than an actual bavarian castle
0: right so if you go you go to somewhere uh, uh in austria or somewhere and you look at some schloss which is the german uh, the, the german word for a castle it's colossal it's like uh, that's why um sleeping beauty's castle in paris is uh one of the tallest castles
1: why did they go for a bigger one in paris then
0: because it's in europe uh, and they correctly said that oh, in Europe they've actually got some proper castles here. So what? So
1: they, they don't want the tourists to go, hang on, I was at a castle the other day, that was much bigger. I
0: think they thought that, <laughs> oh yeah, these Parisians, they're going to have seen some actual real Bavarian castles in their lifetime. Oh, and be
1: they? like, bof you call this a castle? <laughs> this a
0: castle, there is one down the road. It is much bigger. Uh, whereas in California everything's very flat, and so uh, your original uh, Anaheim castle didn't have to be that big for it to be that impressive.
1: Oh, right, that's interesting. But, but I suppose what I meant by kids like miniature stuff and Disney's not miniature enough as well is the fact that going down Main Street, for instance, everything's on a smaller scale than an actual street. Yeah. But a small child isn't going to necessarily realise that because when you're a kid, everything seems massive anyway, doesn't it?
0: And your resounding memory of going back to places that you've been as a child is you go, oh, I remember this being massive, but actually it's tiny. Mm. And so you know that they'd walk down Main Street... And just not really be aware that these buildings are smaller than life or everything is sort of bijou and and, and beautifully shrunk down into a kind of crystallised version of this this idea of old-fashioned 1920s America, small-town America.
1: Yeah, which comes to a point we'll uh, make later, which is about how much you're capable of appreciating what Disney have done. Yeah. Okay, so the next thing that they like is garishly bright colours and simplicity.
0: So cartoonish colours, block colours.
1: Yeah, primary colours, neon, basically like Vegas for kids.
0: Yeah, so you, you grew up in a seaside town in England, didn't yeah,
1: you? Yeah, and that was Vegas for kids.
0: Yeah, so in the in those sorts of uh, small seaside funfair carnival type uh, situations, you've got a lot of... Fiberglass, uh ghost trains and, and animal shaped rides and things, and it's all very simple, isn't it? They're yeah. things that you can really understand because they look two dimensional, they look like a cartoon.
1: And it's very knockoff as well. So yes. you don't get Mickey Mouse, you'll get a weird misshapen no, mouse. You'll thing. get like <laughs>
0: non-copyright infringement. Michael Rodent.
1: Yeah. And you won't even realize, because uh, kids don't have the frames of reference, do they? They no. won't even realize that, uh, you know, that there's something wrong with Mickey. He looks yeah. a bit strange. Yeah. They'll just go, oh, I prefer this Mickey because he's brighter and stupider. Yeah. <laughs> So the other thing they uh, kids like, they really like interacting with the stuff. So, yeah. you know, like in a jungle gym, they want to jump on things and swing across things and push things and all the rest and of it.
0: They, they want to make their own fun. They want to use their imagination to come up with silly ideas out of nothing rather than having them handed to them in beautiful detail, which is what Disney does.
1: Yeah, and they kind of want an obstacle course, essentially. Yeah. That what's that uh, show where they swing across things and you have to basically be an athlete? Uh, to do Ninja it? Warrior. Yeah, yeah. They they want a small version of Ninja Warrior. Yeah. And actually, Disney doesn't necessarily give that to you because it's not so much interacting all the time as as it's entertainment that is delivered. To your face while
0: you're strapped into something. You do a lot of reacting to some quite impressive and incredible things.
1: Yeah, which brings us to the first thing that adults really like, which is sitting down and having entertainment delivered straight to your face.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People base entire holidays on sitting around doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. Which you could you could very easily do in a Disney park, and you yeah. would definitely not get bored.
1: I mean, there's lo- there, there is obviously there's loads to do at Disney, but yeah. at the same time, you can actually do it while not being tremendously mobile. Yeah, and uh, and also it's completely immersive as well, and there's a, a a real storytelling element, and so it's almost like sitting down watching a box set of a, a thing. I think like. you're right,
0: but because uh, as well, go- going back to something that we hinted at earlier. I don't think any children are going to walk down Main Street, USA and go, oh, yes, this is a, a, a very faithful and beautiful rose-tinted nostalgic memory of what it must have been like to grow up uh, in a small town uh, in America in the early, ni- early 20th century. It's just not going to occur to them.
1: No, of course not.
0: And, and if you told them about it, they would go, oh, right, I see.
1: Yeah, well, having no idea what
0: you were talking no about. No idea and no interest. no. No, but, whereas
1: the adults can go, Well, wow, I really appreciate the attention to detail that's yeah. been put into this. Okay, so uh that kinda goes on to another thing that adults like, which is kind of um amusing uh amusing anachronistic elements. So what I mean by that is the past being brought into the present. Yeah. Uh and also things like uh the vision of the future in nineteen fifty Well, of course, because <laughs> so
0: because Walt himself was incredibly forward-thinking, and so much of what is in the Disney parks all stems from Walt Disney's fascination with progress and the future and and constantly moving forward, which, unfortunately for him, often visions of the future very quickly start to look pretty silly, right? Yeah,
1: but we can appreciate that he still was a visionary. Whereas a kid is going to look at, for instance, um, Terminator Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln, (laughs) with his... uh This is
0: our affectionate nickname for uh, the animatronic that's on display that was originally used in Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln uh, in Disneyland, which is currently in the One Man's Dream exhibit in Walt Disney World, uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios, which shows that the head of Abraham Lincoln with perfect skin and the body of essentially Arnie in Terminator <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah so you can see all the mechanisms and everything and an adult can look at that and go wow that was that's cool and that's ahead of its time it and- is
0: ahead of its time and it, and it's and it's like it's fascinating technologically uh, and sociologically And historically, but it's also pretty hilarious because it looks stupid.
1: Yeah, so you can sort of gently mock it as well, but while also having utmost respect for it. Whereas a kid's going to go, it's a thing behind in a glass cabinet.
0: What do you think a child would make of the Carousel of Progress? Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's a strange thing, isn't it?
1: I think they would think it was like something that they'd be taken to uh, in school, isn't it? It does seem like It's like a day
0: trip from school. It it seems like something that would be in a kind of particularly quirky national science museum.
1: Yeah, it? or it's like when they try and make museums fun. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Which the which the Kennedy Space Center does amazingly oh, well. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. It, that, that's a whole other podcast. Yeah, isn't it? yeah.
0: You could talk about that. For I found that absurdly moving. Yeah. But again, I don't know whether a child would find that that moving. And I certainly don't think a child would find the Carousel of Progress, but anything other than slightly dull and weird.
1: Oh, definitely. I mean, it. It's four tableaus, isn't it, really? Yeah. Uh, with uh, animatronics sort of... Yeah, they're moving their head and their arms.
0: They're a little bit dated, the animatronics And it's now. the
1: same family in four different time periods.
0: Yeah.
1: And they all finish their little skit by singing, There's a great big beautiful tomorrow. Yeah. It's a classic... Shining at the end of every day. A classic
0: Sherman Brothers Disney tune that will stay in your head for, for months
1: Yeah, afterwards. and it's kind of... It's borderline creepy, but only because animatronics... All, are always always a be.
0: little bit creepy especially the older ones
1: yeah but it's also just there is something warm and fun about it of and actually there is. the The uh, it's very easy to take the Mickey out of as Mm. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a kind of uh, malarial fever repetition (laughs) to it as well, where if you're a bit jet lagged and you watch that, you you do actually feel like you're losing your mind slightly, and that's fun as an adult. Yeah,
0: we took my brother-in-law onto that attraction as the very first Disney attraction he'd ever experienced, and he came off going, "What have you done to me? (laughs) What have you brought? Where where have you taken me to? What is this place? Why
1: have you done this?" Yeah. Yeah, and a kid's not going to get that. <laughs> I don't think so
0: because, uh, for a start, history feels like learning, yeah. and I think if you can sum up if you can sum up that attraction and so many of the early Walt Disney attractions in one word, it would be charm. Mm. The same could be said of uh, It's a Small World, although I imagine children would find plenty to enjoy in It's a Small World. But all of those ones that that Walt designed for the World Fair in the sixties, they have this this charm, which is kind of you feel like he's kind of pushing his own sort of agenda. Uh, in a kind of, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not quite sure.
1: Well, you know what? I think with when I I was a kid that liked an uh, ed, 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 edutainment. Edutainment, yeah, right, education okay. and entertainment. However, there were also times when I only wanted entertainment. Yeah. So if we were going to a Disney park, mm. I would think. I would only be getting entertainment. I would expect that, and yeah. I would want that. And then if I also got educated at the same time, I might be a bit like, hang on a minute.
0: I didn't sign up for this. Yeah,
1: I'm happy to go to a museum and get some edutainment. But if I go to a Disney park, I want to be, uh, I, wanna, I want, I want thrill rise, I want shake, rattle, and roll. Yeah. I'm not sure about this learning business you, right now.
0: You need your, you need your expectations to be met, don't you?
1: Yeah, yeah. Whereas if you tell a kid, oh, we're going to Disneyland, kids, yay, yay. But while we're there, a good 60% of it will be appreciating detail and and, uh, history lessons. We're going to have to teach you some history. We're
0: going to go to Epcot to (laughs) Living with the Land and find out why Americans are the best in the world at ecology.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, and hear Judy Dench on that. What what was she on? Spaceship Earth. Yeah, Spaceship Earth. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of. Obviously, Epcot is prime edutainment land, it's classic
0: edutainment land.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, not not enough entertainment, but that's another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> My issues with Epcot. This is a contentious, contentious point. It is. Anyway, so what what else do adults like? Uh, oh, also something that adults aren't. Mm-hmm. Something you grow out of is being a bit too cool for school.
0: Ah, that's true.
1: Um, so uh, I am quite happy to enjoy the naff uh, elements of something and not feel remotely embarrassed by it and not feel like uh oh i'm too old for this or i'm too yeah. or i'm too whatever for this. you have
0: to embrace the cheesiness that you have to embrace the cheese to some extent when you go to a disney park
1: yeah whereas actually um so a little bit of personal information when i was nine i went to disneyland california oh yeah um it was the first time i'd ever been to a disney park or anything and I think I was starting to think that I was too old for the likes of uh, the princess stories.
0: See, this is interesting, isn't it? Because you, you go from being too young to necessarily appreciate the the, the richness of a Disney park to suddenly tipping over into maybe being a bit close to being a teenager and suddenly all of it feels a bit beneath you.
1: Yeah, yeah, and suddenly going, oh my God, I'm going to fly on Dumbo. That's yeah. so lame. Because I suppose back uh, back home as well, I was used to going on uh, proper thrill rides, yeah. man, like carnival type rides and things yeah. quite a lot. So then going on a very gentle sort of like the teacups or something. Yeah. I was a bit like, ah, this, isn't, this isn't what I expected. This is neither rides. thrilling nor cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I think I, actually thought i was too old for it whereas uh, you know fast forward uh, a couple of decades mm. and i was loving it again yeah i i wasn't remotely embarrassed uh, or yeah i didn't feel like it was uh reflecting badly on my identity I think oh that's children's
0: what. minds are so weird aren't they yeah yeah but you do feel like that don't you you feel like there's there's somebody watching like some of your peers some of your mates from school are going to suddenly turn up and go, oh, look at them. they are such a baby. Yeah, you're enjoying Peter Pan's flight. What a loser. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> don't, don't poop your pennies on, uh, it's a small world, yeah. baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which
0: is absurd, but that's how you think as a child, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, whereas as an adult, not at all.
0: You're quite happy to poop your pants on, it's a small world.
1: Yeah, actually, <laughs> I do it all the time. I fill my pants as it's much as I possibly can. It's a rite of passage
0: whenever we go to a
1: <laughs> Actually, that kind of brings me to another thing, though, which is the changing nature of adulthood And nerd culture and things. This is very
0: philosophical, we've gone here.
1: Well, you can't avoid it, It's a
0: philosophical question, Lindsay. (laughs) It is. It It absolutely is. Sorry, I cut you off. What were you going to say? Well,
1: well, you know, like, uh, maybe, uh, uh, I don't know, a few decades ago, uh, or I don't know how long ago, uh, adults, it would have been too young for them. So they would have considered it... um,
0: what, a bit, a bit immature.
1: Yeah, like this is for the kids, and I'm glad the kids are enjoying themselves. Yeah. But I am above all this, and I am apart uh, from it.
0: I think you're right, and it's funny that you you remember you you told me that your parents liked to take you to theme parks so that they could go.
1: Well, yeah, as yeah, kind of permission, and, to and they go actually to theme did park. say uh, the same with children's books and things that yeah. they loved having having an excuse. Yeah. to delve back into it. But we don't need an excuse anymore. I think
0: probably our generation is a bit more shameless about going, well, I want to go to Disneyland.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I don't need any kids yeah. to, to allow me entrance into these yeah,
0: things. Yeah, yeah, you don't need permission anymore.
1: Yeah, so thankfully, nerd culture means we can cling on to certain elements uh, of our childhoods mm. while appreciating them more than we could ever have done as a child.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's right. That's interesting, isn't it? Because if you go to the conventions what you see, more than any other demographic, is parents who are really into it with their kids who have been dressed up by the parents. (laughs) And, you know, everyone's having a good time, but you definitely feel like the kid would not be the one saying, I want to go to Comic-Con. I'm sure 90% of the time it's the mums and dads.
1: You can bet it is planting that seed of loving it. Because actually, uh, you did as a kid go to Disney and it did plant a lifelong kind of love of it, It didn't it? It did,
0: although I was quite a strange child. My my overwhelming... The first... Well, the, the, the first Disney park that I ever went to was Disneyland Paris. Uh, and I went when I was about six with my dad. And it was the first time I'd been abroad and I think I was very excited to be uh, in another country with my dad. But the home video footage of me wandering around in Disneyland Paris shows me sort of stunned. Like, I don't look like I'm having a good time. It made a tremendous impression on me, uh, but I don't sort of look as if I'm quite comfortable because I think it's all a bit much for me. It's actually a bit too much of a bombardment on the senses.
1: But it is good that you went there because I think, like I said, I think it did sow the seed. I think it did. So it is, I mean, obviously we're not saying that Disney isn't for kids. <laughs> that would be mad. Yeah. Uh, the Disney parks are clearly for kids yeah. but they're also for adults.
0: Well, this was the thing. This is the thing. Walt had his original idea for Disneyland by taking his kids to, uh, to go on a carousel or something and looking around at all the bored parents on park benches, reading the papers, looking thoroughly miserable. And he had this idea for a place where the whole family could go and the whole family could find equal enjoyment.
1: Ah, oh, well, there you go. I think we should probably finish the uh, podcast uh, on that. Really. I think
0: people are being directly disrespectful to Walt Disney <laughs> by by not going as an adult to Disney parks. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And the best way to do it is not to actually have kids with you, because then you're worrying about them enjoying yourself. Yeah. Go on your own as an adult. Uh, not on your own, not completely on your own. Obviously, go with other adults, <laughs> like-minded adults. Yeah. Or go on your own. Or go
0: on your own. Yeah. Nothing wrong with going yes, on your yeah. own.
1: You, you, God, you can still find so much to enjoy anyway. Sure so. you could. Yeah.
0: And yeah, yeah, like you say, you can be as entirely selfish as you like. Yeah. You can get really drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although you're not supposed to. <laughs>
1: You can get stoned when you're in your own small world. I've always wondered uh, if that's the way to do it.
0: It probably is the way to
1: do it. <laughs> I've never done that, and I do not condone that. <laughs> well, no, you do what you like. But do what you uh, like. I'm certainly not. We're all certain. adults here. We are. Yeah.
0: We are. That's literally the point.
1: We're trying to
0: make. <laughs> it is. But anyway, we should. That's uh, that seems like a good uh, little indoctrination, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good first
0: episode. Yeah. Right.
1: Yep. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we'll see you next time. For well, it could be. Uh, what are
0: we going to talk about hotels many
1: different things yeah yeah the disney hotels yeah let's
0: let's see let's see which hotels are best to go to if you are a grown-up brilliant all right see you soon see you soon Bye. bye